Do you consider yourself normal? Then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. You're listening to Byron and Alicia, the Weird Mountain Gals. I was singing another one with it. I was I was hearing jingle bells, jingle oh, bells, jingle gosh. all the. <laughs> Where where's the jingle? Where is it? Where'd it go? I don't know. Six months ago, I would have oh, been more appropriate with that. How you been? Oh gosh, I feel like I've got I don't know, run crazy. I feel like I'm on that thing at the playground that you hold on to it. It's like a disc, and you stand on it. You hold on to it. And some grown-up spins it really fast oh. till you vomit. Oh. I feel like I'm on that thing, but I'm not quite ready to vomit yet. I tell you, I've got a story about that. All right, tell I it. I don't know what that thing is called, but there's one back behind, or there was one back behind the West Asheville Library. Yes, yes, okay. there was. Just a little. So, Alan and Mike Bradley were two brothers that lived <laughs> up there, and I got on that one day, and Mike and them, just they decided that they were just going to just make it go unbearably fast and and they did and i was on it until i got too sick and i fell off of it you fell off <laughs> oh my gosh yes i did and uh i think oh. alan was gone by then but mike uh just stood there and laughed about it so, oh my god! and i never i never trusted anybody around playground equipment <laughs> yeah Since those then. things they well spinning like that is just Unless you, unless you've got a stomach of iron, it's so hard. I mean, I get car sick. I'm a, I put my hand up to that any time. That motion sickness is something that I have to deal with, especially car sickness. If I'm in the back seat of a car, give it up. Mm. And sometimes I, I've driven that snake ass road to Lake Lure. Yeah, you know what I mean. I do. I do. And uh, I've driven that one and gotten myself car sick. Oh. Normally, if I'm driving, it's not a problem. But golly, I got, oh, queasy. I was queasy, man, queasy. I used to have the iron stomach. And, you know, when we go to Soco Gap and stuff, you're yes. going to have to deal with that. I, I can't wait. I'll bring a bag. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. I'll take me some Dramamine. Some Dramamine? Because, see, that was the big thing. When I, golly, I think when I came back from graduate school, maybe, or one of the summers, when I was in graduate school or college, I don't know, it was a thousand years ago, nobody cares. Uh, some friends said, oh, let's go down to Carowinds, that'll be fun. And I thought, oh great, that'll be wonderful. <laughs> I will sit and eat a bunch of crap and watch people have fun. <laughs> and I took Dramamine all through. I did the kind of the less drowsy, and I did every ride, I did every scary roller coaster, oh. I did all of that. And if I started feeling the least little bit, I'd be like, wait, where's my pocketbook? I gotta take me one more Dramamine. <laughs> was great. 
I don't think I've ever taken Dramamine. Oh, it is my best friend. I went from never having a stomach problem to oh. let me take some very serious things for my stomach. Oh. So it's a getting older. Tummy trouble. I you know. got tummy trouble. I did. I don't really have knock on wood. Never mind. I'm not even gonna say it. I'll knock on wood for you, no matter what you're about to say. Yeah. We'll bring in some good luck. Yeah. So that was my story about that derm thing on the playground. Ugh, Polly. And my family just hasn't had good luck on playgrounds. My little brother broke his arm on one. Ah. Well, he, it wasn't really the playground. It was the root of the giant, the giant root of the tree. Oh, okay. In, at the okay. playground. But well, still. you know, I grew up way out in the country. The playground for us was chasing the horses or being chased by yeah. the horses. Or <laughs> somebody's talking about climbing a tree when they were a kid. It reminded me. I'm gonna shout out to Shirley. I don't know if she listens to this or not, but she, she and I are buddies. We were born three days apart and lived across the road from each other. And um, I can remember somebody's cow getting loose and us running up the tree in her mama's backyard, me and her, maybe Dina, and we were just like, whoa, come on, up the tree. We were like three little fat bear cubs. Up the tree? Up the tree. Was the cow chasing you? It was not even a big cow. It was like a, you know, overgrown heifer sort of thing. It wasn't big, but we were just like, no, no, it could be a bull. Up we go. <laughs> crazy youngins. We're just crazy youngins. Y'all didn't have the trouble with bears or anything that they do now, do you? No, because we lived in the country. Bears live in the city. That's, you're <laughs> right about that. I saw a bear one time up on the mountain, and you just we didn't we just didn't see him. And so this bear, um, I smelled it first. I smelled this yeah. just dank, greasy kind of smell. And I loved bears. I loved bears from the time I was a little kid. And I could smell this bad smell. And I assumed it was me because, you know, I wasn't going to bathe anymore than I had to in the summer. And it was a, a a young, like a yearling bear. It wasn't a big bear. And it was so scared. It was just kind of plunked over to one side like, oh, no, a human, a human and a dog. Ah, this is going to be terrible. And I was like, ah, it's a bear. Oh, it's a bear. Oh, it's a bear. It wasn't me. It was the bear. It was the bear. I, no, let's just be clear. I guarantee you my feet were dirty, there was dirt under my fingernails, and I didn't smell good. Because that, that was my life, and it still is kind of my life. Well, I have to say, I really hope you didn't smell anything like a bear. God, it is an amazing smell. It's an awful whoa, smell. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's a big, strong kind of, it's a bear smell. It is. It's, a, it's, it's the smell of the wild. <laughs> and, you know, foxes smell a little bit like that, too, because I live in town, so we got bears and foxes and deer. You know, turkeys. all that stuff, turkeys, all that stuff, we got all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, and hawks, and yeah, we got yeah. it all. Um, yeah, and I was in the backyard, I don't know what I was doing, in the very, very back, and I smelled something, and I was like, whoa, that is a bear smell. Was Did a bear come through here? And then I looked over, and the male fox, the daddy of the fox brood, had come up our bank, and it was just posed frozen with this eye on me like can she see me is she like a tyrannosaurus rex if i don't move she won't see me right okay i'm not gonna move and then finally i'm just looking at him and he was just like oh to hell with you lady i got stuff i got, I got places i gotta go and it just started moving and it just went off oh. went on its own so they smell a little bit like bears that kind of 
It was probably thinking, what am I smelling? And, oh, it, was. Oh. and it was like, God, woman, take a shower. It's like, it's a, it's a pandemic, mister. I don't have to take no shower. Ain't nobody going to smell me. Come on now. Who's going to smell me, nobody? Well, bears are, they have this oil. Their fur, yes. is, their fur keeps them warm through anything. Mm-hmm. And they've got this oil that comes through the fur. And yeah. it is disgusting when you first get hold of a bear. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just, I, I say disgusting, but I love them too. But the, I that, do love them. Ugh, that oil is just, ugh. And I know I've mentioned it before, but when I was growing up, my, my daddy's favorite sister, and I can say that because nobody in his family is going to be listening to this, my daddy's favorite sister was my Aunt Mary, and her husband, Uncle Horace, was a bear hunter. Now, I don't think he ever did anything to actually make money because she worked her butt off at the Grove Park Inn changing sheets and putting in clean towels. But I loved him because he, you know, he'd talk about bears all the time. I was up in the mountains. Well, come over here, Byron. I'm going to tell you about this bear I seen. And he, and he brought me a bear pelt when I was little, 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 and I just adored it. And if you can imagine that dirty little young, and, and then she's rolling around on a damn un, uh, undone, you know, it's a, a bear pelt, but they haven't done anything to preserve uncured. it. Yeah, it's an uncured, yeah. thank you. It's an uncured bear pelt. You know I must have smelled delightful. Well, I think that, isn't this the bear pelt that had the worms? It had worm, it had mm. maggots in it. Yep. Mm. I, I have told this story many you times. Did. Well, the reason I remember with my terrible memory is because it just it burned itself into my consciousness forever. Ooh, it was, uh, it was so disgusting. It but was. I didn't care because it was my bear. Yeah. I loved it. Have you ever smelled a candle made with bear fat, bear tallow? Bear tallow. I've, I've smelled a lamp made of bear tallow. And that just uh, is noxious. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very noxious. And so I always associate them with with those kind of smells and stuff like that. Although I really like bear meat. I've had it a few times that I really liked it, but I mostly have had it where it was terrible. Really? Well, it was, you know, done by some new age. I love my ancestor person. (laughs) I'm just following the ways of my ancestors. I guess following the ways of their ancestors. Are they slow cooking it like their ancestors? No, of course they're not. They put it in a crock pot in the morning and then six o'clock is time for the feast. And it's like, well, that ain't going to be done. That's going to be nasty and rubbery. And my teeth ain't going to do it. So y'all enjoy. I'll have some broth. No, I won't. This is nasty. (laughs) Do you ever have the broth? Yes, if it's cooked right, the broth is good. Yeah, it's a. I actually, I don't know why I like bear meat. And I like boar meat. Boar meat is like pig, perfect pig meat. It is. Because it's, it's not too fatty. No, and, and it, but it has that strong pork flavor. Mm-hmm. But know, it's not gamey, though. No, it is not gamey. Well, when it's cooked right, it's not gamey. <laughs> Let me just be clear. I like my stuff cooked right so yeah. that it's edible. So it's not like, oh, yeah, I had some bear meat to prove what a you know, tough person I am. Back to the land person. It's like, it's supposed to be a pleasure. Mm -hmm. And if you have access to a foodstuff that seems to be plentiful, as our ancestors did to bear meat, then they figure out a way to cook it so that it is delicious, not an endurance trial of dinner. Where it tastes like the souvenir bear on the card. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, That'll be lovely. Let's have it on that. (laughs) 
So let me ask you. We always talk about food, though, don't I mean, we? Well, yeah, we I should. I swear. It's part of our life. I'm well, and it's part of what has changed in yeah. Appalachia. Everything has changed in Appalachia. Yeah. But that was a big major change that happened was the availability of prepackaged food. Mm-hmm. Uh, it changed everything. Yeah. And yeah. we went from spending a huge amount of time. How much time did your grandma spend cooking? She made it look easy, but how yeah. much preparation went into it, how much thought went into it, and she had done it all her life by the time, you know, by yeah. the time she died, she'd probably done it many decades. Yeah. yeah. And now, you don't have to think about food. Well, you we can don't, have a delivery service. And we don't even much have to think about, like, turning on the stove. No. You know, back in the day, if you cooked with a wood stove, you kind of kept the kept it going at a low level and All you know two two hours before dinner time you started stoking that thing up right. so you could start cooking yeah oh god yeah they were slaves to it slaves to that slaves to the laundry they just you know that's all they did that's right and it's gotten so much easier but we remember it the way that it used to be a little bit yeah i mean i, I honestly can't say that my grandma cooked on a wood, wood stove but i've got many friends my age whose grandma did cook on a wood stove yeah yeah well my friend charlie that i was just talking about her grandma who lived in that same sort of they live we all lived in the cove together mm-hmm. and she cooked on a little old wood stove it was good too i tell you, I, rem- I still remember how good her cornbread was well it, it's good i remember i was with some band and i can't remember what band and we had were in uh, silva overnight mm-hmm. and Somebody had a grandma in that town, and we went there. It ended up being about three or four in the morning, and she baked us on this giant wood stove, this perfect batch of biscuits, and we mm-hmm. ate them out on the porch with her homemade jelly. And it, and it was by then it would be I don't know four or five in the morning and getting ready to get light. And I thought she didn't even make that seem weird. <laughs> that no. we just showed up. The whole band and sat yeah. on her porch and but you're right she had the stove was going a little bit yeah yeah and she was, just had to had to throw some more throw another log on the fire <laughs> i guess and it's Golly. just it was just so much work and now we have these services that bring you a box once a week and you can eat out from you know microwaving stuff or pull up to a building and have somebody hand you a bag of food makes us weak and it makes us lazy it makes us weak and lazy, yes. Okay, I can't argue with that. I mean, was there an obesity problem when you had to go chop the wood and get the kindling in nope. and cook? No. Mm-hmm. And that's why we hear tell of, and this was never my experience because I didn't grow up on that kind of a big homestead, but where, you know, the mama, whoever the mama was, would get up at ass o'clock in the damn yeah. morning yeah. and get the stove going and make, you know, eight dozen biscuits and, and five pounds of bacon and side meat and three dozen eggs or whatever for, you know, for the farm, for the farm hands and the daddy and the young'uns to eat. And then they yeah. go out in the field and they work like dogs. Yeah. And then she'd start on her regular and then, chores. Right. right. Yeah. Or then she'd start on lunch, on dinner. Because they were going to come in for their dinner about noontime, or else the dinner would be taken out to the field to them. That's, yeah. Yeah. You're right. I've heard many stories of that. Yeah. Haven't experienced it, but I've heard many stories like that. And 
Now we don't think twice about it. Uh-uh. So yeah, we are. And as far as the weight thing, yes, that's. I mean, look at us. You, we're both fat as bears. And if we worked as hard as even probably our, well, I'm not gonna say our mothers. My grandma. But if I worked as hard as my grandma, I'd be a little skinny fashion plate. Yeah, I probably would too. And it, but it's also the quality of the food. Now uh, think yeah. about this: the natives, at least the Cherokee. I don't know about everybody else, but the Cherokee tribe. Uh, once it started eating white people food, they, I mean, they started developing all kinds of health problems. Yep. Yep. And that's the reason why, because of that food right there. That's exactly right. And we shouldn't be eating that either. No. Nobody should be eating that food. No. Says the woman who did the drive-through today and got herself some french fries and a little bit of hamburger. Well, you admit it. I, I own it. There is just no point in saying I'm the one thing and not the other. Yeah. Yeah. And I will tell you this right now, I'm looking at the bag from there, and it was delicious. <laughs> I loved every tiny bite of it. I felt so good about it. I was eating my little burger, and this woman is pecking on her window. She's in the lane beside me, pecking on the window, waving and stuff. I looked over like, are you a crazy woman? And she was just like, oh, oh, can I get in? Can I get in? Well, she was going to the Biltmore house, and she's in the wrong lane. Oh, no. And I'm just like, I got my damn burger. I got my little coffee beside me. And I'm just like, yeah, hell yeah. Come on in here. Go over there and spend you two, $300. I wonder what the average spent amount is from someone who goes to Biltmore oh, State. Oh, lordy. I don't even know. Because by the time you have hotel, travel expenses, <laughs> food, all that stuff, Golly. ticket to the state, and plus whatever souvenir you get. And if you eat there... Which I have. I've eaten there a couple of times. The food was good. Yeah, food's great. Yeah. I gotta say. <laughs> I did the Victorian Christmas uh, banquet thing as yeah. an employee there. They uh-huh. fed us all that Victorian Christmas. And it was all that real Victorian food. Oh, which yeah. was somewhat a little gross by today's uh-huh. standards. But it was good. Oh, my God. Yeah. They can cook. Yeah. I don't know how much. It costs a lot. I remember it used to be... Every year, and was it the fourth grade that we got that the the student, school students went to the Biltmore? Um, I believe it was fourth grade. I never got to go with the school. Oh, uh, yeah, grade. we went, or maybe seventh grade. I don't know. I, don't I got know. to work there later, so it yeah. all worked out in the end. I kind of worked there. I know you told I me. I got jobbed in. Lucky you doing that Christmas thing. Is there a fiddle on the cards? No. In fact, there is not a fiddle on the cards, and there probably ought to be, or a banjo one. Or a banjo, yeah, or both. Huh. Interesting. Well, I was telling Alicia today I brought the prototypes for the cards that it's so nice that we get to decide what's on the cards because I keep thinking, oh, wait, but we need to have X, Y, Z, and we don't have that, so I just... I just keep drawing and playing until we get 24 that are good. Good and readable and clear. And you'll know when they're the correct ones. You'll know. Absolutely. Yep. That's why I was playing around with uh, the gingham dog and the calico cat yesterday. And Mm. uh, it's all right. I I don't know that I love it. I'm playing with it. I'm just playing. Some things I'm playing with. Gotcha. Gotcha. I was thinking candle or something like that. 
You've got these window cam- I always think in terms of here specifically. Well, but I could see like a kerosene lantern. Kerosene, kerosene lamp. lamp. A kerosene lamp. Mm-hmm. Something like that. God, that brings back traumatic memories, doesn't it? Oh, God. <laughs> I remember the smell. Uh, and it would get to my lungs after a while. The kerosene smell. Yeah, yeah, and it has that black smoke. And it would it would just be everywhere in the house. Yeah. And there's really nothing you could do about it. No, no. It was the same if you ran candles, but kerosene was a lot more efficient back then. It was, but it, I've heard so many stories of little youngins getting filling up the kerosene lamp and getting doused with kerosene and caught on fire or just doused with kerosene that's no good either yeah i mean yeah i mean it was hard we y'all we make a a joke sometimes out of being well we're appalachian people that's just how that is but i'm telling you that was a hard life for these subsistence hill farmers it was a a real hard life and when they had a chance to come into town and work in a factory or a mill where they were guaranteed a wage that a lot of people jumped at it and then they got in there and some of this crappy mill housing and and the mill would you know you had to buy all your groceries at the mill store and you never could get ahead it was a trap it was a trap and the 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 towns would end up kind of built around it yeah and then when the mill shut down town would just I mean the whole thing was just sad and repeated not just in Appalachia but oh, no. somehow it seems that because of the weather and the conditions I mean these mountains are rounded but they're still mountains uh-huh. and they're harder to live in I think in some ways than uh, flatlands well I mean for one thing the soil is thin it's just thin you gotta it's work orange <laughs> you gotta work the soil really hard to get really rich I was up in Wisconsin uh, beginning of last year, and there was still snow on the ground. Of course, it was like February. <laughs> still some snow on the ground, and it was just beautiful, but you could see this soil, and it was black oh, wow. and rich. It was just beautiful soil. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got that soil in my garden, but it took me 10 years to, to get it to be that place. Of composting. Yeah. 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 I mean, in the woods, if you if you dig in the woods, you get beautiful loamy composted soil, <laughs> soil. But if you dig it, if there's a yard or yeah. a field, it's orange. Yeah. It's just orange yeah. every time. Yep. So that's our deal. I I, I see that. Uh, of course, Georgia has got a lot of that too. Well, Georgia claims it's got red or red clay mud than we do, but I don't know. I I do not know. South you, Carolina says it's got it too, but I don't know. They can have their peaches. We ain't got peaches. No, we ain't got peaches. We got some red clay. We also have some beautiful blue clay. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Especially around Cherokee. Yep. In in the actual reservation. There's a river there, and for a while, I want to say it was Wedgwood, they had a special, a, a special a running. I'm pretty sure it was Wedgwood. Might have been. And, and they only got their clay from there, from, and that's what made it all special. I don't, I don't know that it's legal to get it anymore. So. <laughs> well, if it's on the boundary, the tribe controls that, so yeah. they, you, they'd have to be the ones you would ask about that. I haven't seen any of it anywhere, anything made with it in many years. Me either, not in years and years. But now you know I'm going to have to go back over there where I just plugged in my phone. I'm going to have to <laughs> get my handheld computing device and say, blue clay. 
Blue Clay Cherokee. Yeah, and it, see what comes up. You should, you should. And that was, I, I remember hearing about that. And then the other thing that I remember hearing about from there that made kind of, that made the fireworks go off in my brain or whatever you call it, made me make some connections, was the, uh, the rubies. And you never really hear about that. But it's because, I, I don't know why, but yeah, you could get into some parts of the streams and just pick up a, a rock with rubies in it. I, I, I talk about that in one of my books, and I say we didn't have, we didn't have coal here because the, the mountains were heavier and the land and was older. harder, and it mashed the, mashed the coal down until there were jewels. Yes, and that's so, true. Yeah, it is true. All and over the place here. Maybe not good, good enough quality for jewelry well, or something. Not, I mean, they ain't diamonds like South Africa, but there's some have been amazing things that have come out of here. My daddy picked up a beautiful garnet, and it ended up being my mom's engagement ring. Oh. It was about three or four carats. It was perfect, perfect. And did he get it out of a stream? I think he got it at the edge of a golf course. <laughs> Cause that my daddy worked at a golf course in Franklin when he was young. Huh. He was he, he was very young. I think he was like maybe thirteen or something. They let him sleep in the barn, and he'd work there in the summertime as a caddy. That's where he got his love for for golf. Wow! <laughs> wow! Yep. So he'd go sleep in the barn and stuff. And he knew that that golf course pretty well. And of course, he had we had relatives in Franklin, so he wasn't really far from home. Hmm. Was your handheld computing device? Oh, it's just a bunch of stuff. But here's something about Wedgwood. Wedgwood did, in fact, do that. Apparently, I got to get through all the junk. <laughs> I swear, I went to a. Uh, what What was I looking up? I just needed to get an idea of. Oh, it was. Making the sugar water for the hummingbird feeder. Yeah. And I couldn't remember if it was one part water to five parts sugar or the other or four or whatever. I just needed to look that up. I swear to God, I got on two or three different sites that told me the history of the hummingbird and the history of the feeder and how important it was not to get that red stuff because that was really bad for them. That all you need to do was just do plain sugar water. Could I get the ratio of sugar to water? It took me like 20 minutes <laughs> when I would put into the Google search ratio of sugar to water for hummingbird syrup. God! It's one to four, by the way. Don't look it up. One to four. Now, let me see. Let me see if I can get it. It's a cup of sugar and a quarter cup of water. Or what is it? It's the other way around. One to four. How yeah, you're probably getting it coming up really fast. Well, it, to see, it all depends on how you search for something. Um, but I honestly don't know how you would search. Let's just well, see. here is the great-great-great-great-grandson of Josiah Wedgwood in 1950 speaking at the unveiling of a historical marker about the Cherokee clay. So you are absolutely right about that. Oh, cool. They Yay. call it the so-called Cherokee clay is what they refer to it as. Isn't that nice? And I've, I've heard that it was very nice uh, clay. Let's see. Well, you know what I looked for was how to make hummingbird sugar water recipe. Yeah, you ain't looking for the clay. I just found it. Don't worry about it. Clay's done. Yeah. Okay. It's very cool.
I see she's gonna get it immediately because she has got the touch. She has got the gift of the Google. I do. She has Google food. Google. <laughs> well, sometimes I don't use Google. It's well, probably that's better. probably why you get it better. I should go for. Well, I mean, how do you get to something that's a different search engine? I guess in Google you put you, you just go to the address line and then Google. Yeah. So you can use Alpha Vista or Yahoo or really whichever one you want, but it's just the luck of the draw, truthfully, because they all get the same information from the same place. So what you're seeing is the way they've sorted it and what they decide you should see. Lousy. That's all I've got to say. That's enough. Oh. So tell me how it's going with the cards. Well, you know, my plan was to have a, all of them roughed out by the end of the month. Mm -hmm. So I got to spend some good time. Yes, yesterday was such a crazy day. We got out here mowing. And then I, I met that nice lady who used to live here. And then I, I just went home and uh, we probably had something for supper, but I don't remember what it was. And then I just got going with the cards, drawing some pictures, playing with some stuff. Because the thing about these cards for me is, because I've been reading cards for since Lincoln was born. In fact, I <laughs> yeah. taught his mama, crazy old woman, taught her how to read cards. Anyway, so I was just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to figure out what's going to work and what emblem is going to trigger your imagination and kind of your psychic sense so that you do an act. An, adequate accurate reading for somebody so that's what I'm working on right now and, and I, I came up with a new idea yesterday and then we've got to have a musical instrument of some kind and I'd rather have the fiddle because I play the fiddle than the banjo it seems like it would be one or the other of them mm -hmm. I would think so or like I said or both but porch music has been a big deal for me here yeah and this, this porch has been so welcoming to every yeah, musician that yeah. has come here. This porch is something else. It is. It has magic properties to it. And I've sat there and looked and, you know, I've watched the sun go down from the porch. I've watched the sun come up from the other porch. And and, and it's just, yeah, it's a nice, friendly porch. I've it seen is. shooting stars from the back porch. Which I never thought about that. Heard owls from the back porch. I, I've heard owls from here inside the house. Yes, me too. Which is really interesting. And there's a mockingbird, a couple of them that live here. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, we get the occasional this and the occasional that. Well, we've got the, uh, there's a cardinal couple that's building a nest right in the front there. Oh. And that's been fun to watch them appear with a, with a mouthful of stuff like, like I was eating the french fries like a mouthful of french fries I'm telling you those french fries are good I'm, I do not regret it so are they in the little basket up there in the front no they're in that that uh circle in the front yard oh where the oh yeah. yeah yeah where the trees are that I would not doubt so have you so have you been here for a full moon night yet this place is so beautiful. Not the recently. In the house. Not recently. Not in a few years. The, well, the next time you do, I guess it's probably a good thing you weren't here for this full moon, this current full moon. Well, as crazy as my life is now. Uh, probably. It might have been good, though. I don't know. Can you imagine what the house was doing? <laughs> could be doing for it. I'm sorry. I've just seen things know. here. I know. 
It and, probably was wonderful. All the little candlelights probably went on. Yeah, yeah. Well, people were about half insane this time. Has it not been... Oh, I know. I complain about this all the time. I'm sorry. I'm really trying to complain less. But this was the super blood flower super moon, whatever. I'm telling you, the energy from any full moon is probably going to be more than most people can deal with. Mm-hmm. But then... We gotta have the hype. The hype. Come on, let's get the media out here because it's gonna be a big moon. It's gonna yeah. be good. It's gonna be super. It's gonna be bigger than Jesus. <laughs> and it's just a full moon. And that in and of itself is plenty of power. It's plenty of reason to think about hope and newness and whatever. Recharge your batteries. But no, we gotta give it a name. It's the worm moon of happiness. Super <laughs> with blood and bones. But blood oh, and it's just a moon. It's the full moon, and that is enough. Well, ugh. don't you think people want? Well, I don't know what to say about. I tell it you what, I've if they had some hard, either. hard things happening in their lives, they're not looking for more drama. That well, that's true. That's true. Let's just be clear about that. If you are dealing with sick babies and sick grandmas and sickness yourself, or having a house foreclosed on you, you don't need more drama. No, you don't. And if you've had to deal with real problems, you don't need to go to an escape room. <laughs> the whole Sorry. escape room thing. I'm backing off. It escapes me. What's that? <laughs> does the escape room phenomenon escape you? It does. I don't understand. I mean, I understand wanting to solve a puzzle. Me too, because I love that. Yeah, I like puzzles too, and I, I like I like learning truth, but the escape room, uh, maybe it's, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Is it to show how tough you are? Well, you know, if you're tough, why don't you run for office? Change some things. You think you're so damn tough. Boy. See if you could be the mayor of a town. Go ahead. No, thank you. And those people are tough, don't you think, especially now? Oh. I think... Mean, so many people are tough, and I think so many people want to appear tough. Well, look, I've got a bunch of tattoos. I'm tough. I'm tough. Well, don't hit me, though, because that might hurt. Oh, I saw somebody today getting the, the damn vaccine on the TV. I saw it. And she had her whole face covered with a cloth turned away. Like she was having, like it was the Civil War, and she was having her arm amputated. For the vaccine? Just to get the vaccine. She must have had something going on in her brain about it. That is the tiniest little needle ever. Yeah, well, that's not what they're showing. It's crazy. We were laughing about that yesterday. I guess it was, who was it? Me and Mom. Because we were watching some article on local, or some report on local news. And every time they speak about the virus... They just show montage after montage of people getting the vaccine in their arm. And they're showing needles that are like that going oh in the arms. It's like that's not anything near what it was like. Unless it was maybe one of the other brands or something. I don't know. But I did not see that a needle like that. No. The needle that the vaccine came with was what, about an inch maybe long? And skinny. It was tiny. It was Super tiny. skinny. And it, and it did not hurt. Didn't. It didn't. No. I mean, I, I, my, my arm got sore after a little bit, but not bad. And I know some people had terrible reactions to it, yeah. but I just thought, again, if, if your great-grandma had had a choice of, huh, a shot or cholera, she never would have stopped to think oh, about that. She yeah. would have gotten a shot, even if it was a giant needle. She yeah. would have just been like, oh, no. 
Why? Oh. Because it's common sense. I think I'd like to not have smallpox. How about that, yeah. Dr. Jenner? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, so, I, I've got to relocate my whole head now that we're, wa- we're waning moon. Mm-hmm. Now I've got to relocate my whole head and be happy because I really am very happy. I'm just frustrated with everything. Well... And it's not even that time of summer yet. What are you going to do when we hit dog days of summer? Drink more. (laughs) I'm going to have me ice. And I'm going to have me some lemon juice in the ice. And then maybe a little bit of gin. And then some fizzy water. And then life is going to be good. Well, there you go. I wrote a play about the flood of 1916. Okay. And I probably wrote that 35 years ago, probably something like that. And it was such a hot summer when I was writing it. I sat at the kitchen table with ceiling fan on, drinking limeade. And I always remember that that was the play I was writing. And and I was getting to the the climactic moment because, you know, we got hit with two tropical storms at the same time in July. And what that did was just, I mean, the river, the ground was saturated, the rivers were already up to the top of their banks. And so I was there, and I'm writing about, and now, it's up, it's out of its banks. One of the characters yelling, oh no, and oh no. And, and I hear this huge crack of thunder, and then lightning, and then this rain starts down, and I thought, oh no, oh no, what are we gonna do? Because well, I, I live in the same neighborhood where my, you know, my ancestors lived during the flood of 1916. That was crazy. They sat up, they lived on uh, Robert Street, and they had a two, it was a two-story house, and they sat up on the balcony of the second floor watching the French Broad rise. Oh, and, I know exactly where that's at. Yeah, oh and my just gosh. not knowing, is it going to get up to the house? Is it going to, and it didn't, it didn't. It, not that I heard it, did it get to the house, but there was a little store down there, the little store they all went to, uh, Miss Olive's store. Miss Olive's and store? And it had mud knee-deep, my grandmother said. Hmm. My grandmother was uh, 12 years old when that flood happened. Wow. Oh, wow. And she remembered it vividly. Oh, I'm sure I would, yeah. too. Seeing cows floating down the river, huh. houses floating down the river. Well, you know, we do. You don't think about it, but we actually do get affected by hurricanes here. Oh, yeah. Every year. Yeah. Every year. I remember last year, the hurricane that came through, uh, the wind from it anyway. Well, that's the hurricane, isn't it? <laughs> and it? And it knocked the Phoebe birds. Yes. And it, and it also got a squirrel. Squirrel fell out of the tall tree and uh, hit too hard. Aww. I've never seen that before anywhere. I wonder if we could get one of those to take care of the groundhog. <laughs> I don't know. Is it still doing things? Oh, I haven't seen it. Okay. I'm sure it is. We don't want to think about no, that. No, we're not going to call it in. Anyway, yeah, we do get affected by it. And then, you know, we had that thing with the gas a few weeks ago. But sometimes we get affected that way because the we can't get gas from the Gulf. I think social media panics people. Well, yes, and people allow themselves, oh my God, it's going to snow, I need toilet paper, milk, and bread. They allow themselves to be panicked. Again, because they obviously don't have any drama in their lives. 
So I've just got to go and do that right now because I'm like, oh, what, what would happen? Well, if you didn't have toilet paper, you know what you'd use? Newspaper. Mm. And you wouldn't put it down the toilet unless you were an idiot. I mean, you would just figure it out, wouldn't you? No. But people, they I don't can't know imagine existing without it. I don't know that they're smart enough to figure that out. Well, what am I going to do if I don't have toilet paper? Well, <laughs> drip dry? I don't know. Drip dry. Y'all, I'm just, I'm, I'm just something today, and I apologize to all of you. I'm a You're little bit fine. crazy. I'm a little bit crazy. It's the full moon. Just blame it on that. I think I will. Plus, having a great weekend coming up, I'm teaching at two festivals. I'm seeing my great, great, great grandma's cabin. That I got guests excited. coming in. I'm just what? <laughs> I'm excited about that. I'm very excited. <laughs> I'll have many pictures to show. Many pictures. Many, many pictures to show. Well, that's good. And you're finishing up your project with uh, weird cows. The cards. The cards. Yeah, you're trying to get well, them finished yeah, up. Yeah, the, you're the, writing the, everything. All yeah, the words. The rough designs. I'm trying to get ready, and then I'll spend. I don't know how long it's going to take to get them really ready to hand over to you to become vector files. Vector files. Vector files. But we are still kicking around a Kickstarter idea, y'all, so you may see that pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. That, that'll be exciting. I think so. Yeah. I, you know what's exciting about it is you were talking, we were talking about we were making plans for the, the content on that first run of cards. Mm -hmm. And I just I think that's cool. Mm. I'm not seeing a, a lot of other cards when I'm out there looking at them and getting ideas and stuff. I'm not seeing a lot of other places that are doing that, and I just think it's the right thing to do. I think you did good with that idea. I think we're doing good. Yep, yep, yep. I remember that I found the notes for the first time we talked about doing cards, and we were going to do 13 cards, just 13. Yep. And then we kept going, no, but there has to be this in it. Well, but there has to be that. Well, what about if we had some... And you said, well, there's got to be a morel mushroom. Yes, 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 yes. So I swear, I think we could do this deck of cards. And then, if y'all really like them, we could do a whole different deck of cards. Then you could put the two of them together and oh. have a deck of 48 cards. That's, that's almost a deck. That's interesting. That's really interesting thought. That sounds like a lot of work for you. It does. So yeah. you just, you're the one who said it. Uh-huh. <laughs> just ignore me. Ignore me. Ignore you. Yeah. I've got to finish my book. Uh, the book I'm writing now to figure out what the next thing's going to be. And then you got you got some garden work and stuff too before you go out of town. You know, I love the early spring garden when it's radishes and lettuces mm. and all that stuff that you can't can or freeze. You just got to eat it. Right. And it's just so delightful. But now we're coming up on the time of, like today I went to the grocery store and they had organic strawberries on sale, three pounds for $5. What? Yes, ma'am. So I you got them. You can't. You have to get that. Yes. So I got them. And then, of course, when I get home, well, you can't just have them laying around. You got to cap them. You got, well, you got to wash them. Then you got to cap them. Then you got to chop them up and put them in the freezer. Mm, then you might as well. Exactly. I get that. But yeah, it was a good. It you was a good eat deal. Them. I got another. I got a gallon of strawberries last week out of the farmers market, and I thought they were a little dear, you know. Yeah. And they were from South Carolina. They weren't even local strawberries yet. But 
but strawberry jelly is something we will eat and eat and eat. So I got to make a lot of that jam, strawberry jam. Strawberries are what did it for me for my hand. It was the final straw because I had a gallon of them and I had, I was capping a gallon of them. Oh. And this is the way it always is. I don't realize what I've done until it's too late. I'm and so it started sorry. just, uh, it just aching and aching and so that's all right. Uh, Y'all, July 2nd, I'm going to go get my hand worked on, and then I'm not going to worry about it after that. It's, it's going to be all fixed. It will. It'll right, be fixed. This, this finger, this finger, this finger, that bone mm. thing, and then this right here. And it's going to be lovely. It will be. Oh, yeah. You're going to be happy. I will. I may even play the piano again like this. <laughs> <laughs> Just smacking my hands on it. <laughs> I tell you, we got to get this piano here tuned because the fellow that came in yesterday with his mama, he said, you play the piano? And I thought, well, I did a million years ago. I said, well, but we can't play that when it's not been tuned. And he said, I don't care if it's tuned, not play me something. I said, and his, his sister said, no, no, leave her alone. We came in to see the house. <laughs> so, whew. Do you know what's funny about that? Hmm. I don't know if you remember, but it, this has been several years ago. I came in, and you were here, and somebody else was here. And I sat down, and I was playing this tune. And it was something I wrote that was kind of a haunted tune. And that piano is so out of tune that it made it sound not haunted. <laughs> I know. It, it, sounded, like, it sounded Sorry. like it was in, well, that's not in a minor key at all. No, yes, it is. That's in the people's key. It so. is. <laughs> Yeah, I had a fellow who's going to come. It has to have some repairs on too. It needs some felt work. Uh, who's going to tune it and do that? And of course, he's like the people that build my shed. Oh, yes, ma'am. I'll be glad to do that for you. Oh, where'd they go? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm sure he was busy doing other things. Yes, I'm sure. That's what it is. It'll happen when it's supposed to happen. I hate to sound yeah, like that. But. I know. Well, and I think I just need to call. Call around and find a piano tuner instead of waiting on Because I had the piano tuner I loved, and he retired. So now I just don't know who to call. It's like when you have your regular plumber guy that you always call, and he retires, and it's like, ah, who am I going to call now? Exactly. I don't even know. I, uh, I used to know someone that, and what is it that they call them, the piano tuners? They are called something. I don't know. I've always called them piano tuners. Y'all, if you can help me remember that, that'd be good. There, there's a specific, it's not like a luthier, maybe it's a piano luthier or something. I don't know. I don't know. We huh. should find out. Somebody will tell us. Somebody will. You know who will know? Ilsa. Ilsa she, knows everything. She, she's very smart, isn't she? She is. Hey, Ilsa. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, just, Ilsa. I just put piano tuning in to see if any, there's tons of them around here. <laughs> of course. Uh, but now, can you tune a piano yourself? <laughs> you can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. That's a REO Speedwagon album title. Yes, it is. Do you remember yes, them? Yes, it is. I love them. I, I don't know what it was about them, but, but yes, I remember them specifically. Yeah. And I told you about that guy. I dated this guy one time, and that was the only thing he could say about the place that he was from is that the guy who sang for REO Speedwagon went to that high school. And I was like, that was wow. literally the only good thing that he had to remember about that town. I think it was somewhere in Ohio. Oh, one of my little, well, she's not, 
her mom is my friend. It's this young girl who uh, was having to go back to my old alma mater to take one last test, you know, yeah. toward, for the end of the year. And she's transferring to another school. And she didn't want to go back because everybody was, had been mean to her. And, you know, I understand that totally. And I just said, yeah, I tell you what, I'm going to be with you in spirit today. And I'm going to walk with you as you walk out the door of the school. And we're both going to spit on the door. Yeah. What you reckon? So, I don't know, bless her heart. If she has had her, if she's had her test, I hope she did not actually spit on the door where anybody could see her. <laughs> I hope she did just say, good riddance to bad rubbish. There you go. Well, so, bad uh, okay. <laughs> I wish y'all could have seen her face. She had a thought. She lost a thought. She got another thought. And then she started waving her hands in the air. Like she was going to stand up and sing and dance. And growling. <laughs> that sounds like a creaky door. Yes, it? it does. You know, by the way, y'all, these sounds really are, that you hear on the podcast, they really are real sounds. Like right now, oh, yeah. I've been hearing the wind chimes. Yep, and, and I hear the crows back here. And the chair I'm in is a creaky chair. Yeah, I'm in a creaky chair, too. It has nothing to do with my weight. No, these yeah. are just creaky chairs. I got them for $5 a piece at Thrift. Did you? That's a good deal. They're, well, they're, they're not, they look nice. I mean, if you're a great big person with a lot of personal density, they're probably not going to be the best chair for you, but they're not bad. No, they are not. They are not. So tell me what you, we got to start getting ready to live stream it here. That's right. We're going to be on the air. Before we go, though, what are you cooking for supper tonight? Oh, I'm curious. Lord. I need an idea is why I'm asking. Well, today they had some steak on sale over at the grocery store. So I got some of that. It's like a little, it's almost like hamburger that's been woven together into something that's a little bit like steak. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> it's like meat that you beat with a hammer. Oh, it's like a ground chuck or something. Yeah, something like that. I got two of those. I'm probably going to cook those. And I don't know what else. We got a refrigerator full of food. I'll tell you. My mom would take that because it's a cheaper cut of meat and she could afford it yeah. with the kids and everything. And they would just, she would bread it. Oh, I can see it and make it like chicken fried steak. It, that's exactly what it would be like. Yep. And she would uh, do that with a big, with a thick white gravy and, oh, uh, yeah. and then like it was always steak. Uh, yep. Yes. Yeah. Just exactly like that. And then serve it with mashed potatoes. And green beans. And green beans. Yeah. That was all. Well, I'm just probably, I mean, I'll cook Joe's a little bit more, but I'll probably just sear mine top and bottom and eat it fairly raw. We, uh, we have, we have a, a little bit of a tussle for the freezer part of the refrigerator because we keep going to this place that has ice cream on sale, buy one, get one free. And I don't eat a lot of ice cream because I have a dairy allergy, so it makes me sneeze. And with all this pollen, I don't need more sneezing. And also because I shouldn't be eating ice cream because it jacks up my blood sugar. So on one side of the freezer, we got all these different ice creams. And then on the other side of the freezer, we got all this meat. Because I'm a meat woman. I eat a lot of meat. And so today I'm trying to squeeze in the next two batches of ice cream. And I just turned to him and I said, your ice cream is interfering with my meat stack over here. And I'm not liking it. It's going to make me have to eat some ice cream just so I can get my meat in order. Oh, my. I know it sounds awful, doesn't it? I do eat a lot of meat. I do. Hey, my blood type is O, 
And I'm told that uh, if you eat for your blood type, then I'm supposed to eat meat. But you don't eat a lot of meat, do you? I prefer garden vegetables, but I've been eating a lot of meat uh, in the last probably year or two. Huh. My friends all eat a lot of meat. Hmm. And so I, I cook for my manions every now and then. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much all that I cook is for them. Because if it's me, I'll just live on cereal, oatmeal, sandwiches, just stuff like that. Well, last night when I was going to bed, it was because I was working on the card deck. And um, it was probably 12, 12, 30, something like that. And I thought, I'm so hungry. What did I have for supper? So I had made supper for Joe. And but I had a really late lunch, so I wasn't ready for supper then. And I and then I went. Did you not eat supper? No, I ate supper. I ate six crackers and some cheese. Oh well, that's and I supper, had eaten huh? that about six hours earlier. Oh wow! And I'm like, well, I don't know why I would be hungry. I had crackers yeah. and cheese. No idea. Oh, Lord, <laughs> Lord. I have to be real careful about that. Lately, I have had low blood sugar. So I've been trying to err on the side of caution and let it run a little high, you know? Because there's nothing like waking up in the middle of the night and your blood sugar is 60. Uh, you can't think. That's like, that's like my nightmare. That is my nightmare. Because you can't think when your blood sugar is that low. And so, excuse me for the noise there. So I woke up that way a couple times. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. So well, you know, our little elder friend who passed away last year, mm -hmm. she used to she used to have almost not discernible blood sugar. So her blood sugar would jack up to like 700. Oh. And then they'd be, oh no, oh no, what are we going to do? And then she'd take whatever, you know, because she had all the kind of insulin stuff. And then the opposite was uh, was true too. They'd say, I get a call at like 10 o'clock at night. Oh no, we just checked her blood sugar and it was 40. Oh. And I'd go, okay, well you got to get some carbs in her and get them in now. Well, we gave her, and then they would mention something that didn't have any carbs in it. Well, we gave her some tuna fish. I was like, give her a damn spoonful of honey on Jeff peanut butter. Give her that. Yeah. Oh, but but that would be bad. And it was like, you got to get her blood sugar up, my friends, before she falls asleep and does not wake up. Um, I had a person in high school who died that way. Mm. I think that when they found him, his blood sugar was 36, and it was a horrible death. It took weeks, oh, and, and oh. he suffered and lingered, and it really is a nightmare of mine. I hope that that never happens to me. Yeah. And I, I will make sure and try. I'd read, yeah. So, You're anyway. just working really hard for that not to happen. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess we ought to get ready to go live with the cars. Yep, yep. Y'all, thank you for hanging out. Y'all were the best. I'm sorry I was so crazy, but it's the moon. Blame it on the moon. Blame it all on the moon. Blame it on the moon. Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have. So I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. 
WYRD Mountain Gals.